Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. Today on the podcast, I'm doing something a bit different. I've been talking about my new mentoring program, which started this week. I thought it might be nice to share what was taught in that session with all of you, so you can get a preview of it and decide if this is something you would like to join. It can be hard to join something when you don't know what to expect. This way, you can see how a session will go and what it is all about. I hope you enjoy it. If you decide you are interested in joining, there will be a link in the show notes. Good evening, and welcome to the first mentoring session of Walk Boldly with Jesus Mentoring. I thought I would take a minute to explain why I started this mentoring group and talk a bit about what it will be like. First, I started this mentoring group because I've been talking to a lot of people who want to go deeper with their faith. They don't want to just know about God. They want to really know God in a deeply personal way. I've also talked with a lot of people who have no idea what I'm talking about when I say that God wants to have a personal relationship with us. We all know how amazing God is, and the fact that he has the time in his busy schedule to talk to each one of us on a daily basis seems like crazy talk. However, that is exactly what he wants to do. The second reason I started this mentoring group is because it's not easy to be a Christian in this world. We live in a world that says we need to be accepting of everything, and yet is not very accepting of Christians. I want to help you walk more boldly in your faith. I want you to be confident enough so that when someone asks you to pray for something, you say, of course I will pray. Let's do it right now. I want you to fall so in love with the Lord that when people talk to you, They feel his love through you. I heard on the Bible in a Year podcast, would they know you were Christian just by looking at your life? That question made me stop and think and made me want to live better. You might be asking, how is this mentoring group going to achieve all of that? First, I will teach on various subjects each week to help us grow closer to the Lord. I will cover things such as praying with people. There's no right or wrong way to pray, but I know it can be hard to get started. We often doubt our ability, or we just don't know where to start. The small groups will also be an important part of mentoring, as this is where you'll get to talk with your peers. You get to find out that you are not alone in the struggles. That is something the enemy loves to make us think. No one else is struggling, so we shouldn't talk about our struggles. This leads us to feel lonely, and it's not even true. We are all struggling. In the small groups, you can make a plan of how you are going to use what you've just learned and apply it to your life. Then you can touch base the following week and see how it went. What were your wins and what were your stumbling blocks? If you're on Facebook, you won't have to wait a whole week. You can make a post at any point talking about how your week is going. You can ask questions. You can post prayer requests. You can also post any topic you would like me to teach about. 
Now that we've done the quick overview, let's talk about today's topic, which is being intentional. With it being the first of the new year, everything I've been reading online is talking about goals and what people want to accomplish this year. I was not intending to talk about goals tonight, as when many of us think of faith, we don't necessarily think of goals. However, I do believe we need to be intentional about our faith. It is important to think about what areas you want to grow in this year. Do you want to get to know scripture more? Do you want to grow in the virtues? Do you want to get to know the Lord better? Do you want to learn to trust the Lord more? Do you want to live your faith more and more in your day-to-day life? We are all in different places in our journey. It is important to take some time and evaluate where you are at on your journey and where you would like to be at at the end of the year. If we know we want to grow, but we don't take time to figure out how we want to grow or what we want to grow in, then we won't grow nearly as much as we would if we had a plan. Think about the best things you've accomplished over the years. Did you plan to accomplish them? Were you being intentional about coming up with a plan to accomplish them? Or were they just things you happened upon? For me, the things I'm most proud of, I had to be very intentional about. Raising our boys, saving our marriage, developing a deep trust in the Lord, growing in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, getting comfortable praying over people or with people, unscripted. These were all things that were very tough for me, and yet I was able to achieve them when I was intentional about my efforts. One example of achieving my goals is raising my boys. My husband and I were on the same page when we got married about how we would discipline the boys. However, what we believed would work was not working with our boys, and their behavior was getting worse and worse. If I just continued on doing what I was doing, things would not have changed. I needed to be very intentional about how I would grow in my parenting skills so that things could get better. The same is true with my faith. I was very intentional about surrounding myself with others who wanted to grow in their faith. I joined the Catholic Woman of the Chapel group or a Christian women's group at every base we were assigned to. This would ensure that I was surrounded by other women wanting to grow in their faith. When you have others around you growing, you will grow with them. If you're just hoping to grow in your faith this year, it's not likely to happen. If you are waiting until time opens up in your schedule for you to have time to pray, that's not likely to happen either. We need to find the time. We need to schedule the time for our prayer in our calendar. One of my mentors, Brendan Burchard, is a high-performance coach who works with top achievers in the world. He said at their first meeting, he always asks them to bring their calendars with them. He said you can tell a person's priorities by what is written on their calendar. Do you have time with God written on your calendar? Do you have a set time every day you spend with the Lord, just you and Him? This is essential in your journey to a closer, more intimate relationship with Him. Think about how it is you developed the intimate relationships you have in your life. Most likely, it started with conversations to get to know each other. Then it moved on to spending time together. This is the same with the Lord. If you're not talking with Him and getting to know Him, and if you're not spending time with Him, 
then you will not feel close to him. Relationships are an investment in time, and your relationship with God is no different. The more time you spend, not only with him, but with his word and the Bible, the closer you will feel to him, the more intimately you will know him. One thing I started to do in 2020 that was a game changer in my life was when I learned how to listen to the Lord. Did you know the Lord wants to have conversations with you? Did you know you can ask him a question and if you listen, you can get an answer? This was mind-blowing for me. I knew I could talk to God anytime I wanted. However, I didn't really know that he would talk back. Once I started listening, really listening, I was blown away by the things he was saying to me. There are several different ways the Lord talks to you. He might use your imagination. You might see a picture or an image in your mind. Here is one example of how the Lord spoke to one of the ladies in my prayer group using an image. There is an image of a doorway, a huge doorway, and we are beckoned to come through the doorway. But there are flames all around the doorway. We hesitate and we fear to go through that doorway. And the Lord is still calling us to come through the doorway. It will not burn you. It is a flame that will set you on fire for me. It will consume you so that your every waking moment will be in my love, in my flame of love. To burn away all that is not of me in you, step through the doorway. There is more for you. There is more to come. This was from someone who had been sitting with the Lord and listening to him for a very long time. You might hear a voice, but don't expect a booming voice from heaven. It usually sounds a lot like your own. You're not crazy if this happens. This is a legitimate way the Lord speaks to you. Mostly, it's not an audible voice, though. It's more like that still, small voice in your head. It can also be a thought that just pops into your head. This can be confusing, and often we may want to discount this because we think we're coming up with it. However, this is a really common way for the Lord to answer our questions or talk with us. If we ask the Lord a question or we tell him we are listening to him and then a thought pops into our head, then it's likely from the Lord. We definitely shouldn't discount it just because it came quickly or easily. Listening to the Lord doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be, e it can be as easy as asking him a question and then hearing the answer in our head or then an answer popping into our head. It is simple once we get used to recognizing it. Here is an example of a word that was received by my prayer group. My beloved children, now, now is the time. Now it's all you have. This is your time. This is your now. My spirit moving among you will help you to be my light to those who encounter you each and every day. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, but believe. Believe in my love. Believe in my words you have that I am with you always. Now is the only time that I give you. Now is the time I ask you to be my other self to those you meet. Smile at them with my smile. Pray with them with my heart. Give them the hope I give to you. Do not wait, my children. Do it now. I am giving you some examples of what others have heard and seen so that you can start to see how the Lord talks to us and what types of things he might say to us. 
However, there are other people in our group who get much shorter words. Maybe the Lord will give them one word or a couple words. The more you sit and try to listen to the Lord, the more you will hear from him. God can speak to you through other people too. Something they say may answer a question or concern that you've brought to the Lord. I was listening to a speaker, Anne, once, and she was telling us about a story about how God spoke to her through three separate people, and he used scripture to do it. You see, Anne and her husband wanted to move from Louisiana to the Carolinas to open a summer camp for boys and girls. They said if they could find the right land for the right price, they would go. One day, they got a call that a beautiful property just went on the market that would be perfect for them. There was only one problem. Anne didn't want to move right then. She was comfortable with the life she had, and starting over would be hard. She tried to bargain with God, as we all do. She said now was not a good time, but they would move at some point. Anne told the Lord she would do whatever he wanted her to do. Yet, she said she wasn't really sure that this was what he wanted. She told him if it was really what he wanted, he would have to make it really clear to her. Have you ever done this before? Asked God to prove it was really him? Ask him to make what he wanted from you really clear? In the span of one week, Anne had three different people come up to her and give her a Bible verse that showed God wanted her to move. I'm not sure what the Bible verse was, as this was years ago that I heard this story, but it always stuck with me. The reason she knew it was from God is because it was three people who didn't know each other. It was completely out of the blue. One friend she was talking to at the grocery store. One was someone on the phone, and one was actually a UPS driver who was dropping off a package. She said that it was one of the strangest ones because she had never talked about religion to this man before. I don't remember if she said she had talked to him on previous occasions or not, but definitely never about religion. Then one day, he dropped off the package, and she happened to answer the door when he was there. He started to turn to go back to the truck, and then he turned back and said, I'm not sure if this means anything to you or not, but I feel the Lord wants me to tell you to read the scripture. And he gave her the same scripture that the other two people had given her. She said, okay, Lord, I hear you. We will move. God also speaks to us through books and especially scripture. Sometimes when you ask the Lord a question, you might get a verse in your head to read. You might also feel prompted to open the Bible and start reading. A friend of mine doesn't usually get chapter and verse number, but she's led to a certain story in the Bible. If this happens to you, I just want to let you know, you can go to the internet and search where to find that in the Bible, and it will tell you. Also, when you're just reading the Bible, something may strike you differently than it has in the past. You might be reading a passage you're very familiar with, and yet you notice something new this time when you read it. This is completely normal as well. If you read or listen to a daily devotional, the Lord can talk to you through that as well. There have been so many times when I've listened to a podcast, and even though the person on the podcast doesn't know me personally, what they have said speaks right to my current situation. I listen to the daily devotional called Big Life Devotional, 
And every day there are so many people I know who listen and say that she was speaking directly to them. How is it possible that she can speak directly to so many different people with one message? It's possible because the Holy Spirit is speaking through her. God uses feelings like movements of the heart or emotions too. Have you ever been doing something or about to do something and you've had this feeling in your stomach? That could be the Lord talking to you. He could be telling you that what you're about to do is not a very good idea. He could also be filling you with joy and letting you know you are on the right path. God is amazing and he will find all kinds of ways to talk with us. The problem is, if we don't know that he's trying to talk to us, then we won't hear him. We won't recognize that it is him if we aren't aware of all the ways he can communicate with us. If we aren't trying to hear him, we may miss what he's trying to say. Now that I have explained several different ways the Lord might talk to you, I'm going to tell you about the way that I have learned to listen to the Lord. In 2019, I took a certification class in life coaching and spiritual coaching with the Life Purpose Institute. One of the activities that the founder, Foreign Gorn, came up with is writing a letter to God and then asking him to reply using your pen. This may sound strange at first, but it has been truly life-changing for me. I started writing, Dear God, or Dear Lord. Then I heard Father Mike talk about how if we want to have a more intimate relationship with the Lord, we should start by trying out different names for him that were more intimate. I started out with Father, as I felt Dad was too informal, and I wanted to be reverent. However, as I grew closer and closer to the Lord, Dad no longer felt too informal. You can address your letter however you feel comfortable. The content of your letter does not matter. Just write to him as if you were writing a letter to your best friend. Tell him what you've been up to. Tell him your worries and your fears. Tell him your prayer intentions. Tell him whatever you feel moved to tell him. It doesn't have to be long. Sometimes I spend 20 minutes and sometimes I spend 5 minutes. It depends on how much I've got going on in my life. After I write this letter to the Lord, I ask him to answer my letter by speaking to me through my pen. Then I address a letter back to myself. I used to write, Dear Catherine. Now I usually write the first thing that comes to mind. This is usually my beloved daughter or my dearest daughter. Then I start writing whatever comes into my mind. I write it all down without questioning it, without thinking about what I'm writing. I just keep writing until I no longer feel I have anything left to write. Now, just because I wrote all this down, does it mean that it's all from the Lord? No. Sometimes our own thoughts get in, and sometimes the enemy can get into our thoughts as well. However, it doesn't hurt to write it all down. After you've done that, you can talk to the Lord about what it says and ask him to show you what is from him. I don't think it matters if every single thing you wrote down is from the Lord or not. I think what matters is that you ask the Lord to answer you, and he did. If you read through what the Lord told you and you have negative feelings about it, it's probably not from the Lord. This is not how he talks to us. He is always loving and gentle. He does correct us at times, but even then, it's gentle and loving. It's more about convicting us of our wrongdoing, but never condemning us. John 3.17 says, 
Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. If you start to write back and forth to the Lord, you will get to know how he talks to you. You will start to recognize his voice more. You will begin to see yourself in a whole new light. You will begin to see yourself through God's eyes instead of your own. It has been so amazing. I hope you will give it a try this week and let me know how it goes next week. I know how important listening to the Lord is not only for our growth, but also because it is a faster path towards the intimacy we seek. At the end of each mentoring session, we are going to take at least five minutes to ask the Lord a question and then listen to what he has to say. I suggest each week you have a journal with you, or you could even open the notes section on your phone or computer and keep it there. It is important that when you ask the Lord this question, you expect him to answer. St. Bonaventure says, The Holy Spirit comes where he is loved, where he is invited, and where he is expected. Expect the Holy Spirit to show up and answer these questions for you. Ask the question, and then write down whatever comes into your mind. Do not hesitate. Do not second-guess it. Just write it down. You can discern if you think it's really from the Lord or not after you write it down. There is definitely an aspect of trust here also. We trust that when we ask the Lord something, He answers. Before I give you today's questions, I am going to say a quick prayer. Lord, we ask that you open our spiritual ears to hear you. We reject any feelings of doubt, and we renounce the lie that we can't hear you. We believe that you want to talk to us. This week's questions are, What area do you want me to grow in the most this year? How would you like me to grow in that area this year? I will give you a few minutes to sit quietly with the question and write down whatever comes to mind. After that, I will stop the recording, and anyone who would like to share is welcome to share. No one has to share if they don't want to. I hope you enjoyed this preview of what the first mentoring session was like. There will be a link below if you'd like to join. It is just $30 a month for the mentoring sessions and the Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed day!